0: The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation.
1: Good morning, Hoop Ballers, and welcome to another edition of Hoop Balls DFS Today. This is your Tuesday. April thirteenth edition. I am your host, Santino Cacone, and I am here with my main man William Harris. How are you doing tonight, Will?
0: I'm doing great, Santino. Glad to be on, you know, ready to get excited about this six game slate.
1: Yeah, we got a six game slate. We have a quick one tonight. Um feels like every time we're on we have or the last couple were like nine, eight, nine. so a six is a nice change up here.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat>
1: All right, man. We have four of the six spreads. Uh, we have a bunch of injury reports. Three teams are on the back end of a back to back. That would be the Lakers, the Jazz, the Suns. Uh, there, it's is four teams on or five teams on the front end. Six teams on the front end. My bad. Can't count. Uh, the Clippers, Pacers, Raptors, Hornets, Thunder, Heat all on the front end. And every team, or and there's only three teams with nothing. That that'd be the Hawks, Celtics, Blazers. So as you're going through this podcast, uh, know that the Hawks, Celtics, and Blazers are not on the front end or the back end. The other nine teams are on one end. <clears throat> All right, man, you ready to get into this?
0: Let's do it.
1: And yeah, we're gonna jump right into this one. Uh, So the first game on the docket, and we have a a slightly later start. We have a 7.30 start, uh, two games at seven thirty, one at 8, one at 9, and two at 10. Uh, But the first game on the docket is the Atlanta Hawks at the Toronto Raptors. Uh, We do not have a spread for this one. Uh, (laughs) Weirdly, we have no spread for the two 7.30 games, uh, but we have the rest of them. But Mm -hmm. on on the injury report, we have uh, John Collins, Chris Dunn, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, Tony Snell, all out. Danilo Danilo Gallinari, doubtful. Trey Young, questionable. On the Raptors' side, we have Van Vliet out, uh, Jalen Harris out, and Paul Watson is questionable. So let's start with this Hawks' side, man. Uh, That was a long, long list of injuries, and we know Gallo is likely not playing, and Trey Young missed the last one, but he's questionable for this one too. So uh, what do you got for what looks like a very depleted Hawks team.
0: Right, yeah. Um, you have to keep an eye on Trey, obviously, because he's the, the big money guy. Um, but if he's limited in any capacity, you can't use him. But uh, Capella, you know, the, the big man for the Hawks is always worth using at 8,500. You know, he can get you anywhere from 40 to 50 draft points. And whenever John Collins is out, it just makes you feel safer to play him because it's just even more rebounds that should be going his way. And um, I'm looking at Bogdan Bogdanovich at 6,800. He's uh, really been the guy that's been consistent and filling in those minutes with everyone out. Um, He can still be up and down, so it's not a lock. But, you know, he's going to be out there to put the minutes up, especially if Trey is out, then I feel definitely more secure in playing him. Um, Really, those are the only three that caught my attention. If Trey is out, are you looking to fill in – with Goodwin, or what do you think?
1: Um, if, if Trey is out, I think Goodwin could be a possible play. He played uh, 37 minutes in the last one. He's only yeah. 3,500, so you can just throw him in there. Uh, very cheap. Same with Lou Williams. He played nearly 30 minutes in 5,200. You know he's pretty good for that if there's there's no Trey Young. Uh, I would assume Okungu gets a couple extra minutes with uh, Gallo, likely not playing. There's no Reddish. There's no Hunter. There's no Collins. i'm uh, just not sure how many he actually gets. I think they'll they'll start uh Solomon Hill. But uh with Tony Snell also being out I mean, their depth is just depleted. So I can see them going having being forced to go big at some point. <clears throat> uh but like you like you said, I, I think uh Bogdo is, is a really solid play. And I also think it's so funny how when parents name their kids like like uh, John Johns or like uh, Roy Royers or something. <laughs> Bogdan Bogdanovich. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> what? You're naming sure. your him the same name twice. But um, yeah. If especially if there's no Trey Young, he went. He's just gonna have the keys to the the kingdom there. If there's no Trey, if there is, I still think he's a pretty solid play at 68. Uh, but no Trey. That's that's a really good one. And you mentioned Capella, Trey Young. Uh, if Trey does play 9,100, he's not bad. This is Against the Raptors, it's just a really good matchup. So um, I wouldn't mind going Trey if he's there, Capella, uh, Bogdo, either way. Obviously, he gets an upgrade if no Trey. Lou Williams and, and Goodwin uh, only if Trey's not there.
0: So I'm pretty What do you think about uh, Solomon Hill? You know, He's at 4,000. I saw a stat where the Hawks were like 7-1 and one when Solomon Hill starts. Well, what do you think about him for Jack King's value. <laughs> um, I don't
1: know. He's one of those guys that I don't like him. I don't ever want to play him, right. but he's going to be probably force fed minutes. So I'll, I'll keep him in that pool, but, um, <laughs> I won't feel good about it.
0: Yeah. I, I agree with you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's like, what? Uh, like, yeah, but you have the, that bad taste in your mouth. Like, I, I guess, <laughs> but, um, How about on this Raptor side? We know Van Vliet's going to be out again, um, and that's pretty much the only major injury that we know of as of yet. Uh, We'll see what else pops up by tomorrow because things do pop up all the time. But uh, with no Van Vliet, what are you looking at on this? And this is also a good matchup, knowing that a lot of the Hawks guys are are out.
0: Right, right. So you have to look at Siakam at 8,600. You know, he's not been getting those 50 point games that you want to see, but, you know, he can easily get you in the 40s. Um, and you have to look at Kyle Lowry. You know, he was out almost two weeks and his first game back, he had 41 drafting points. He had nineteen points, seven boards, six assists, three steals. So he's filling out every stat category there is. And then this game, you know, he played 37 minutes in that game. So they, it was no minutes restriction at all for him. So he's, you know, a great value at 7,400, in my opinion. Um, you can always look at OG Ananobi. He's at 7,100. Um, and it just makes it easier when uh, one of the guys is out, especially of two. But with Fred Van Fleet out, it's just a little bit more for everyone. Um, you got Chris Boucher at 6,900. Um, he's still a guy that we can't fully trust. But two out of the last three games, his uh, production has been incredible. So it's just a matter of if you hear anything about how they're going to use him. Uh, it'll be a tough matchup against Capella, but uh, he suits up against Capella better than Alex, uh, what's, uh, Aaron Baines. But uh, they do have Kim Birch now, too, so that hurts in another facet. So only ones I'm secure with are Siakam Lowry and OG. Um, Gary Trent had an incredible game the other night, but I never feel comfortable playing up fourth option. What do you think?
1: Yeah, and I I think the the one guy I I like is is Lowry. I I don't mind. You mentioned OG and Siakam. I don't mind them. Uh, I think I'll go with other options, though. I think Lowry has the best matchup here, uh, especially whether Trey Younger plays or not. uh, Very good matchup, and I I feel comfortable paying uh, an extra $300 uh, instead of OG, and then paying down for Siakam. Uh, Siakam kind of matches up with one guy we just talked about, a Capella, both Plav Center eligibility and right around that same price. I, th- I think I'd lean Capella there a little bit.
0: Yeah, yeah, that.
1: But that. Um, all right, man, let's jump on over to this next game. We have the Los Angeles Clippers at the Indiana Pacers. And, again, we do not have a spread for this one, uh, but we do have an injury report. Miles Turner already ruled out. T.J. Warren is done for the year. Uh, I, I don't think they have to list them anymore. <laughs> but um, <I> know, yeah. <laughs> on the Clippers, we have Patrick Beverly's going to miss a couple weeks. Sergi Baca, uh, not sure when he's coming back. And Kawhi Leonard's going to miss a second one in a row with a foot injury. Uh, so three heavy hitters, three guys who were starting in the beginning of the year on that team. And we have both starting centers uh, out in the, in the game. Uh, but let's throw it on over to... How are you feeling about this, this Clipper squad, knowing that there is Baca still out, Beverly's out, and Kawhi's going to miss another one?
0: Right. Um, when, whenever Kawhi or Paul George is out, it makes the other a great play. So at Paul George at 8,700, I think that makes him a lock for your lineup. Um, he, he's getting points in the, pretty much the 50s with Kawhi. So I think that's his floor with Kawhi out. Uh, I think that also helps Terrence Mann at 4800 He's a guy whose production was through the roof a few weeks ago, but it's starting to slow back down. Uh, and now with Kawhi out, that should allow him to get more playing time and be able to put up more stats. And so he's underpriced at 4800 in my opinion, with Kawhi out. Uh, and you can even look at Rondo at 3400 Um, I think, you know, obviously you have Reggie Jackson who will probably start but Rondo um, has been fitting in well with this team. His uh, game on April the 8th, he had 36 drafting points. So he know he has that potential, and he's almost at a minimum price. Uh, those are the three guys I'm looking at. I don't really trust Reggie Jackson, even though he has been productive at times this year.
1: Yeah, and, and he ha- he has the last couple games, uh, 48.5, tw- 28.75, and, and then uh, four games ago, 35.75. So he has been playing well. I would say if um, – That's Reggie
0: Jackson you're talking about? Yeah, Reggie
1: Jackson. Right, right. Uh, I'm not huge on him either. I would say if tomorrow Rajon Rondo gets questionable tag or and then eventually ruled out because they do that a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> and the Clippers are on the front end of a back-to-back, so maybe they rest him. I don't know. But if that happens, then 5,400 for Reggie Jackson. I do really like that because that means who else is going to take his minutes at point guard? Uh, If Rondo's there, I think they chop it up with Reggie Jackson probably getting a few extra minutes more, but I I don't want to I'd rather just pay the two grand less and go with Rondo like you mentioned Uh, you hit hit it on the head with Paul George for some reason he missed a couple games uh, about two weeks ago with that foot problem and then everybody he said it was going to be lingering the coach said it was going to be lingering everybody was all nervous and then. Now he's playing better than he was for the couple weeks prior to that. So um, yeah. it doesn't look like it. it I'm assuming it, it's got to be a problem, but three straight games over 30 actual points. Uh, no Kawhi in this one. Very solid matchup. Yeah, I, out of the three guys we mentioned Capella, um, Siakam, George, uh, they're all right in that same range. I'd rather just go George, though Capella uh, has a really good matchup too. I think those two. Um, you mentioned Man, I like him. And Marcus Morris Sr. for five, 5K. five When Kawhi's out, that means he's probably going to be the number two scoring option um, behind Paul George, possibly Reggie Jackson. But I think that's a solid price tag in this matchup. Um, and, yeah, I'm with you. I like George uh, Morris a little more than man, and then uh, Rajon Rondo.
0: That's a good call, good call. And, you know, it's a revenge game for PG, so. Yep. It's good too. <laughs>
1: Returning back to Indy. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> and then um, now we're flipping on over to the other side. We know Turner is out. Uh, they're probably going to do what they did again and move Sabonis to the five. I would say uh, Justin Holiday the four again, LaVert, uh, Brogdon, and probably McConnell grab, grabs a start or maybe Sumner like they did last time. But um, how are you feeling on this side of the ball over here?
0: Right. For the Pacers, you know, I have to look at DeMontis Sabonis um, at 8,800. I think he's probably the best player tonight, the night, especially with Miles, Turner's, Miles Turner out. Uh, he's a double-double machine. He almost had a triple-double last game with 18 points, 15 boards, 9 assists. That's just incredible production, and that should remain the same or increase uh, in this game against the Clippers. You know, there's no Serge Ibaka. So, I mean, it's just him versus Zubak pretty much. So that should be a great matchup for him. Uh, Other than that, I think the Pacers have so many good guys um, at the guard spot. I think they all will kind of cannibalize each other. You know, Levert had an incredible (laughs) game last game, 34 actual points. But other than that game, he pretty much averaged 30 to 35 points, fan points a game. Brogdon was having an incredible season early in the year, but he's been slacking and averaging around 30 to 35 points. Um, So, you know. I would look at Gogo Batase at 3,900 because uh, he should get those minutes that Miles Turner is going to be out. Uh, I expect him to at least play 20 or so minutes. And uh, his production has been incredible. Uh, his last game, he uh, had 20, almost 27 drafting points, 7.64s, five blocks. So if he can do that in 18 minutes, if there's any way he can get 20 to 25 minutes, that's a steal at 3,900. Are you interested in anyone else? I just like the two big men for the Pacers.
1: Um, yeah, I like the two big men too, and you, you hit it on the head, so I'll leave it at that. I think Sabonis, another guy in that same range, you're just very good in this matchup. Uh, there's no Ibaka. Cousins isn't playing. Uh, he can take advantage of it. Like Gogo for the same reasons, I think he's going to get a good amount of minutes. I do like TJ McConnell. I think he's going to play a bit more in this one. Uh, they do have a lot of options. I mean, Jeremy Lamb's there, Sumner, Aaron Holiday. Uh, they can just throw in a lot of guys and, and play smaller, and the Clippers aren't too big also. Uh, but that means I I just have that feeling that McConnell's going to see a, uh, the floor over 32 minutes it happens every every few games. Sometimes he goes into right. those lulls where they they just don't play him a lot, and then he blows up. Uh, I can see that happening in this one, <clears throat> and the matchup is pretty good since so there's no Beverly. Rondo might be on a minutes limit because it's the front end of a back to back, or he's out. And Reggie Jackson's uh, not the greatest defender, and whoever's if he comes off the bench, McConnell, whoever the is coming off the bench is backup point guard. Uh, if it's Rondo or not, <clears throat> you can still score on them. Um, so I think McConnell's the other guy that I'd be looking at for a decent price tag of 5-5. Five, five.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, Brogdon's been uh, out some games and limited with his hip. Uh, he played 39 minutes his last game on Sunday, so he could be limited in this game. If that is the case, that would make McConnell a lot more attractive to me also So keep an eye out on that.
1: Nice. And the thing in this slate is there's nobody over that 10K mark. Uh, the highest guy on the slate is Damian Lillard. At 9-5, because LeBron and Kawhi are out. So uh, it's wow. more of a condensed six-game slate here, which is a bit different than what we've gotten lately.
0: Yeah. <clears throat> Those are the best days to play uh, Jack Kings, in my opinion, when you have them like this.
1: I like it. Yeah, me too. I like these days. Uh, let's jump on over to this next game, man. We have the Los Angeles Lakers at the... At the you who are they playing? I can't see that. The, uh, the world famous
0: <laughs> uh, Charlotte Hornets, you know, world by Michael famous George. Charlotte Hornets. Oh, <laughs> this
1: is going to be a good one. Um, <laughs> and we do have a spread for this one. It is uh, the Hornets are actually one point favorites at home, uh, and the wow. over under is a very low two oh seven of the four that we have. This is by far the lowest of the spread. The only one in. Uh, under 216 and a half so they're saying very slow game the lakers are on the back end of a back-to-back the hornets are on the front end of a back-to-back on the injury report we know that there's a lot Uh, the lakers haven't submitted it because they are on the front end of a back-to-back but we know lebron ad both out uh everybody else played tonight except McKinney was questionable. Jerry Dudley. Uh, I don't. We don't have to mention guys that aren't going to play. But everybody else was uh, playing. And for the Hornets, PJ Washington is probable. Malik Monk, Malik Monk, Gordon Hayward, Lamella Ball all out. Uh, I know you're going to want me to start, so I will start first <laughs> with the Lakers <laughs> side. Uh, and yeah, this one's this one's going to be fun. Uh, Drummond again, six seven. He's not getting over that seven K mark and. Uh, I like the price tag. There are a lot of very good big man options, so I don't know how much I will uh, run and grab him here. But any if he until he gets over seven k, I'm I'm just gonna he's squarely in my player pool, and and nine out of ten times he'll probably be playing him. Uh, didn't have the greatest game tonight.
0: You're, you're, not, you're not worried about him on a back to back, right? I don't
1: I don't think so. He didn't play too too much uh, in this game tonight anyway, and. <clears throat> I don't. Uh, I guess. I guess you have to keep an eye out for if he's going to be um, limited or even play at all. I get. I guess that's a good one. But he played 25 minutes, so I would expect him to play again. Uh, and if he doesn't play, Trez at 5500. Uh, it seems like easy money there. Uh, Taylen Horton Tucker at 5300. Very good. Even. Uh, even like a, a Schroeder at, at 6500 and Kuzma. I, I think now that all their price tags are finally dropping a little bit, I am more inclined to play them. But uh, Drummond would be my favorite. Now, if he doesn't play, Harrell, easily my favorite. I like Tucker. Um, and I like Schroeder. Uh, I, actually, I like Kuzma slightly more than Schroeder. Really? I, and especially <laughs> if, if um, Drummond doesn't play, who's, but
0: yeah. Kuzma's kind of been in a little slump lately.
1: Yeah, that's why I like to go there. I think it's a game that he's going to bust out. Uh, two games before tonight, he shot 5 of 23. Uh, tonight, he shot 5 of 13. Got a little bit better. At some point, those shots are going to go in, and this this is a team that you can score on. The The Hornets play really fast, as you know, uh, and they've lost quite a bit of, of luster there uh, with some of their guys that aren't playing. So I, I just like this matchup for Kuzma.
0: Gotcha. Um, Yeah, well, um, when you think of the Lakers with LeBron and AD out, the first name that comes to mind is Kuzma. But like I said, his his last two games before tonight were kind of duds. Uh, But like Santino said, he thinks it's a good matchup for him. So I'll take your word on that. But (laughs) I think I would prefer THT at 1,500, last at 5,300. And and like you said, I like Schroeder at 6,500 and Drummond at 6,700. Hopefully he plays and it's not limited uh, because he's only been, you know, back playing for a little while, but it's not like he had an injury or anything, so they should go ahead and put him out there. Um, What do you think about Ben McLemore? His last game was uh, before tonight. I hadn't seen his stats for tonight, but he hit five threes in the game before that. Do you think he could start getting more minutes and maybe crack the starting lineup?
1: Uh, Probably not, no.
0: (laughs) <laughs> this this
1: this game against the Knicks, he you know, he played 14, shot two of eight, seven of those shots that were threes. So, uh, that's what they want him for three and literally right. three and D. But um, as long as Wes Matthews and and Caldwell Pope are there, West Matthews is a guy we I guess we got to keep an eye on, uh, because he did leave a couple games ago. If he doesn't play, then Ben McLemore becomes a little bit more uh, attractive because a few more minutes are up for grabs. But um, you still have Tucker. Caruso plays sometimes at the shooting guard spot. KCP's not going anywhere. Um, Not too many minutes for for Mclemore on most nights when they're somewhat healthy, even though they're missing LeBron and AD.
0: Yeah, I think he's better than all those guys. But, you know, time will tell. I think LeBron, when LeBron comes back, he'll get the best out of Mclemore. But that's going to be interesting to see with the Lakers coming up.
1: Yep, it is. And that, that should be, as they said, LeBron's three weeks away, so... Got a couple more right before the playoffs start. The last week until the playoffs, they should all be, all be there. <clears throat> yeah. But I'm sorry, what was that?
0: I was saying it sounds good. You know, um, <laughs> you know, normally we bet on individual matchups, but I mean, we got your team versus my team. This has got to be some kind of bet, right?
1: Yeah, let's do it. And let's, do it. <laughs> let's throw you into Now that we're I mean, we're on the the Hornet side, <laughs> though, you. Take take the Hornets and and think of a bet while you're taking them.
0: Okay, uh, well, obviously with everyone, injured pretty much uh, we got Terry Rozier at 8200. Um, that's a little high for the production he's been putting up. Probably his last six games has not been good enough to be hitting that mark. But you just know he has the potential to go for 40 or 50 if he wants to. But I mean, you can't bank on that at that pri- at that high of a price point um, when you have uh Devontae Graham at 6300 who has those same capabilities so if you're gonna take the risk you might as well take it with Devontae Graham who's been scoring just as good as Rozier um you know and this is not fantasy so you don't have to worry about his field goal percentage (laughs) um and the other guy I'm looking at you know um Miles Bridges has been stepping it up lately but I still don't trust him I wish he was consistent and I mean he would slide right into that small forward position and keep playing like he did uh, his last two games, where he scored 23 and 26 actual NBA points. But it's been far too many games this season where he scored single digits. So that's something to keep an eye out on. That if he's going to be consistent, then you can use him down the line. But right now, if you put him in your lineup, I think it's just a risk. Um, and the same for P.J. Washington. Uh, pretty much exactly the same for P.J. Washington. These two guys have not been consistent all year. They have the talent to do it, but it, you just when you put them in your lineup, it's normally the wrong day. And then the next day they hit. So I try to stay away from both of them. Um, if you want to take a risk on a guy, you can go Jalen McDaniels at 4,300. Um, the young guy came out of nowhere um, on April 7th with 38 drafting points, April 9th, 40 drafting points uh, on the 11th. He only had 20, but he still had a pretty good game with nine points, three boards to assist a block and a steal. So, and in twenty nine minutes so he's still getting around thirty minutes a game out there, so I think it's a steal to pick him up at forty three hundred uh even though it's against the Lakers who are kind of a tough matchup with everyone out, he should be productive. What do you think of my hornets
1: yeah, and he kind of he left the first half with uh, a facial uh, facial laceration, so I think he was in line for more minutes also uh, but i'm I'm with you the, Two guys, two main guys that I'm looking at here are Devontae Graham at 6,300. Um, just a fair price. The guy's been hitting value. He's right around that. He, he's, he's very safe. Last three of the, or Four of the last five games, uh, 34, 35, 32, 34 points. And the one that he didn't get over 30, he was 27. So he's hitting value and right around it. I think that's very safe at 6,300. And McDaniels. I think both these McDaniels brothers are good. <clears throat> Jalen and Jaden, I, I like their yeah. both of their games. I think this kid is very uh, versatile, and for forty three hundred, I think that's a, a good price. Even like you mentioned, hard matchup, uh, but this kid can he can play. I, I remember last year they played him at center for a few minutes. Uh, he could play power forward. He's playing small forward now. Just a good player, and at forty three hundred, it's hard getting people that are going to play thirty plus minutes uh, in a competitive ball game.
0: Yeah, and I mean, if you want to take a deep throw, he's going to be a guy that doesn't have a high ceiling, but Brad Wanamaker is at 3,800. He's getting those backup minutes because Lonzo Ball is out. Uh, LaMelo Ball is out. Um, so those minutes that we're going to Devontae Graham are going to Brad Wanamaker now. That's not a fun play, but, you know, he's averaging around 25 drafting points. So if you just want to throw in a guy that's going to be out there, he's a guy you can look at.
1: All right, man, I like it. And we'll jump on over to uh, you didn't think of anything, but while, well, in the meantime, we'll jump on <laughs> over to the, a the million next game. Dollar. <laughs> <laughs> all right. let me get, let me let me call my bank. I'll see if I can get out a loan just in case. <clears throat> but uh, this next game is a whopper. It's the Oklahoma City Thunder against the Utah Jazz. <clears throat> the Utah Jazz, as I mentioned, are on the back end of a back to back. Uh but that won't stop Vegas. This is a two twenty four over under, and the Jazz are a monster seventeen and a half point home favorite. Uh do you do you think this <laughs> they're going to be a blowout or what? Vegas, jeez. Um, so nice. the Jazz, <laughs> the Jazz don't have anybody on their injury report because it's, they're playing. Uh, Mike Conley though <clears throat> did not play. He was ruled out on Monday, so I'm assuming he's going to be playing uh, Tuesday. He he's goes back and forth sometimes. Jordan Clark missed because of an injury. So that one we'll have to keep an eye on. Um, as far as the Thunder, they do have an injury report. <clears throat> we have uh, Shai Gilgis is out again. Josh Hall, Mike Muscala, Pokemon, uh, <laughs> and Isaiah Roby are all out for this one. Uh, so a couple guys in the front court and and Shay out here. Um, we'll start with the Thunder. They are the away team. And what are you making of this monstrosity of a spread?
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, I, I mean, and I expect it to be a blowout, like you said, with everyone out. And the Thunder are clearly developing players for next season, seeing who they're going to keep on their team. I heard they just signed an international player um, to a big contract. So, I mean, they're just experimenting all over the place. Um, the only guy It's only one guy I'm looking at. Uh, unfortunately, Moses Brown production has slacked off ever since they traded for the center from Philadelphia. Um, so, Darius Baisley, uh, his first game back was uh, April 10th. 36 minutes, 35 drafting points, 17 real points, nine boards, five assists, and a steal. That's amazing production. That's the production we've been wanting to see from Baisley all year. And uh, it looks like he came back and is focused and sees what the Thunder are doing. And he knows they have all those draft picks. Like, he doesn't want to lose his spot. So he came in pretty aggressive. And I think at 5,500, he's a pretty safe play. Uh, He's going to get all the shots he wants, especially with Pokaschesby out. um, Because he's the only other offensive guy that's, you know, going to put up a lot of points. A lot of shots, necessarily. So, Faisley is it for me. Are you looking at anyone else?
1: Yeah, and with uh, Pokemon getting hurt in the last one, uh, Basley played a lot more minutes than I would have expected, and there's no Isaiah Roby, uh, so there's not as much um, minutes to go around, and there's not as much competition for him. So I do also like him at 5,500. I don't think he's going to shoot like he did from the field in the last one, 7 of 12. Uh, if you, right. We remember early throughout the season he was shooting under 40% uh, I believe he should still be shooting under forty percent for the year. Uh, before that last game, it was thirty-nine, three ninety-three. I believe, uh, maybe even lower. That's that might be <laughs> generous there, uh, but I think he's like you mentioned. He's gonna he, there's gonna be a lot of shots to go around for him. I also think Dort fifty-three hundred. That's a solid price tag. He he's gonna be gunning out there too. Um, and that's probably that's probably it. Um, this is just a very tough matchup. Maybe Tony Bradley gets extra minutes against his former team in Utah for 4K, but I don't want to go there. I would just go to uh, Bazley and Dort in this one. And I don't think there's the way that they're playing and, and the way that they want to uh, develop their core and young players. I'm not certain that um, anybody is going to rest if they get blown out anyway. So uh, I guess they have that going for them. <laughs> yeah <pretty laughs> but um what about on the the jazz side because a 17 and a half point spread they aren't developing young players and they aren't playing for the future so if they start blowing them out early can you go can you possibly play Rudy Gobert for 8k or uh Donovan Mitchell at a, a big 9-4 as the second highest price guy on the slate
0: right if it's going to be a competitive game that 9-4 price Uh, is high for Mitchell, but you would say, I I could see how I could use that. His last three games, 57, 50, and 57 drafting points. That's worth 9,400. But like you said, this is projected to be a blowout. The last two games that were a blowout for Utah were against Orlando and Cleveland, and Donovan Mitchell was in the 30s as far as drafting points. So that's what I would expect for this game. So I couldn't really touch him at 9,400 with that being considered, and same thing for Gobert, um, his production is just slack like, as well, um, and it's no point of having him out there, 30 plus minutes in a blowout, so I honestly would shy away from all of the Utah Jazz, and that's pretty sad, um, and they don't have any young guy that's like, you know, gonna fill those minutes and fall out, so, you know, well, who do you think? I mean, they drafted Elijah Hughes, but he hasn't played at all. So I like his potential, but it's just nothing there for me for Utah. What do you think?
1: Yeah, and no, I'm with you. I'm I'm just gonna stay away. Uh, Ninety four hundred is high price in its own, and then you consider that they could be up twenty five at the end of the first quarter. So I I can't. I just can't go there. Uh, Rudy Gobert wow,
0: first quarter.
1: Wow. <laughs> on, on, maybe not twenty five, but. Uh, <laughs> like a, a good 15, 16, 17. They could, they could have that spread in the first quarter, to be honest, so this is a very good, especially at home. <laughs> and then you have go beer, good matchup for him. But I, yeah, I just can't knowing that Mike Conley's probably going to play. I, I just can't really go anybody. Um, they're all price tags. Aren't bad, but it's not worth it to where I, I think there's solid alternatives that I, I can see playing more minutes. So I'm with you, man. And, it it is sad, like you said, that they have good young players, but they don't really play too much. So uh, there's not really that blowout guy that runs up the court or runs up his his step or uh, runs his stats up. I can get I mean, the words If you
0: want up. to take a a real shot in the dark, you can go with Georges Niang. I call him Gorgeous Niang. Uh, he he's he could possibly do something in a blowout, but yeah, it's not great. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, man, let's jump on over to the second-to-last game of the night. It's the first one that starts at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Boston Celtics at the Portland Trail Blazers. Uh, The spread for this one is the highest of the four that we have, 227.5, I mean the the total. Uh, And the Blazers are two-point home favorites. The Celtics will be traveling across country to play in this game. Uh, The Celtics currently don't have anybody on their injury report. They didn't submit it. and the <clears throat> and the Blazers have um, just Zach Collins as out. And these are the only other two teams that aren't playing on the front end or the back end of a back-to-back. So not much to go off of on the injury report. and uh, But we do know, actually, uh, Evan Fournier is not going to be playing because he's expected to miss time with in COVID protocols. And that's about it. And I guess we have to also keep an eye on uh, Joseph Nurkic, who's yeah. been in and out of the lineup, but... As of now, neither of those guys, or Nurkic's not on the injury report, but uh, we'll start with the, the Celtics, man. What are you looking at over here, and and do you like this matchup for them?
0: Yeah, it's a pretty good matchup. Um, Portland, you know, they have a lot of players, but their defensive rating is near the bottom of the league. Um, but I think this will to be a good matchup. Um, Damian Lillard at 9,500, when you see that, it's like, wow, he's under 10,000, I have to play him. But since... Uh CJ McCollum has been back. Dame is kinda taking a back seat. He's not been trying to dominate shots or anything like that. He's uh, you know, just coasting it seems right now. So you can put him in your lineup. It never hurts to have Dame, but I don't think he's gonna hit fifty drafting points, you know, unless him and Tatum get into some type of a showdown. Uh so I I wouldn't force that. Um and everyone else, like I said, with CJ McCollum back. He's at eighty one hundred, but his production is not at eighty one hundred level right now. Um, so I would look at Norman Powell at fifty seven hundred because he has the potential to put up value, and that's not such a risky price. Um, he's really the only guy I'm looking at because they have so many guards and small forwards that play. It's kind of you know limits them all. Um, if Nurkic is out, I was I would be fine with playing Ennis Cantor at sixty one hundred. Um, the other day, Cantor had 24 points and 30 rebounds. That's that's one of the probably the best lines of the year. That is incredible. But with um, Nurkic there, that's not going to happen. So they kind of split minutes when he's there. So you have anyone else on Portland you're looking at?
1: Yeah, and I like how you went to Portland, even though they're the the home team.
0: <laughs> you said Portland, didn't you? Run it back, guys. going it back. <laughs> I, was gonna you, I was gonna say it, but I was
1: like, no, he's already, he's already deep into it, so I'll let him <laughs> let it let let keep going. Pushing uh, it up here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I, I think this is a game that people are going to game stack, and I don't mind that. Uh, this is the only game that I could see getting a higher spread is possibly Atlanta-Toronto, and I don't even know if that happens. Uh, we don't, I don't know if Trey plays or not, but this is this should be this is likely to be the highest spread of the night. And uh, the Celtics are hit or miss on their defensive end, and the Blazers like to score and and they're not the greatest defensive team. So uh, I think there's some solid options around. <clears throat> that said, um, I, I do kind of like Dame Lillard here at nine five. I know there's there's a few uh, spend up guys here. He hasn't been playing great lately. Uh, this is a spot though that he can take advantage of uh, against Kemba Walker. I don't know if he will, but I will take some GPP shots in there. I don't think he's safe in cash. Uh, like you, you mentioned Canner and and Nurkic. If Nurkic's limited whatsoever, Canner going against his former team at six one, very good play. I think Robert Covington and Powell are are solids, uh, but I'd rather have Powell. Like you mentioned too, uh, this is a matchup that he could. Possibly take advantage of. He hasn't been shooting the ball great lately. Uh, the last game, though, he did finally come alive. He shot seven of thirteen, only made one three. Uh, this is a guy that was shooting lights out for months, and in the last couple of years, he was shooting nearly fifty percent from the field. So it's only it's going to be a matter of time before he starts clicking with his new teammates and he gets wide open shots like he's and in good looks uh, playing alongside guys like Lillard and McCollum on Nurkic. And it's only a matter of time, and I think this could be the starting point for that. Uh, but yeah, I like uh, that's pretty much where I'm at. I, they don't really have a bench to go to um, for consistent production here. Yep, yep. <clears throat> but how about on the actual away side? <laughs> Are you feeling it on the the Boston Celtics side of the ball?
0: I hate you so much. Um, (laughs) No, Jason Tatum is 9,200. You know, and same thing for, like, with Dame. I think Jason Tatum is normally a guy that's scoring in the 40s of drafting points. Two games ago, he had 53 actual points and 10 boards, 4 assists. That's kind of an outlier for him. So I never feel like I need to force it with Jason Tatum at that high of a price. I would always go with Jalen Brown at 7,800, who can do – uh. A uh, pretty similar production as far as DraftKings points. Um, so I look at Jalen Brown and I look at Kimba Walker at 6600. Uh, you know, originally when Kimba came back, uh, a lot of guys were saying how bad he was playing, but he he has ramped it up a little bit and been playing a lot better. Uh, he, he sits back to back, so I think that helps him. And his price point, like I said, under seven thousand for a starting point guard playing over thirty minutes a game. That's always worth it, in my opinion, and I think uh, he's gonna have to outduel Dame. You know, he's not gonna let Dame just cook him all night. So I think he'll have a good matchup. Uh, so uh, Jalen Brown and Kemba Walker, the only ones I'm looking at. You, anyone else? Pick your interest.
1: Yeah, I think uh, for me, I think all the top four guys are are in play at, at varying various levels. Tatum, Brown, Walker, Smart. Uh, like I mentioned, I think this could be a game that you could game stack. I think it's gonna be. High scoring, as Vegas thinks so too. Uh, very competitive game, and I think they're all in in pretty solid spots. I would have liked Rob Williams too, uh, but Tristan Thompson's back now, and now they're chopping right. up minutes. So his, while he is a fantasy per minute guy, uh, his ceiling is a little bit capped. That said, if it's Cantor exclusively and no Nurkic. Uh, then Robert Williams becomes more appealing to me, and then I'll add him as a fifth guy that'll make my player pool. I don't think, uh, like, Akemba wouldn't be a guy for cash for me. Tatum wouldn't be a guy for cash. I'd probably lean smart and brown for cash. Uh, but all four of them for me would be in play, depending on how I'm building my lineups uh, for GPPs. I can see them all having good games here. And like you mentioned, the, going brown and saving that $1,400, uh, that's a solid play. Um, Either or, I, I think both are good. But if you need the money, which possibly you might not need that the money on this particular slate because no one's super priced up here. Um, I don't mind going there, but if you have the money, I, I would rather just uh, go Tatum there. But don't think it's it's bad and and smart. I I'm leaning slightly more towards Smart too, but I think him and Kemba are very close. And I just like I think all four of them are are solid. And that's probably that's the only game that. Um, I can say that except maybe the first game too.
0: Yeah. And I mean, if Nurkic is out also, that's just another thing for Enos Cantor because it's the revenge game. You know, the Celtics did Cantor pretty dirty. They wouldn't even really let him get off the bench. So as productive as he's been this year, I think he would go off if he gets the minute.
1: Nice. And he'll probably play some a good amount against Tristan Thompson too. They're both like the same guy. Just grab rebounds and score in the paint. Um hmm. uh, And then let's jump on over to this last game and Miami Heat at the Phoenix Suns. We have a 2 half game total, and the Suns are three-point home favorites. All the home teams of the four spreads are the favorites, uh, which tends to happen a lot. But on the Heat, we have uh, Casey Akpale is out, Victor Oladipo is out, Gabe Vincent is probable, and the Suns are on the front or back end of a back-to-back. I meant to say the front end tonight, uh, back end of a back-to-back. So they do not have an injury report. That said, Abdel Nader did not play on Monday. Everyone else did. Uh, so unless someone gets hurt by the end of the night, and we're doing this, they're playing, but by the end of the night, yeah, by their end of their game, someone gets hurt, then they won't be on here. But um, we'll start with the heat on this one. And, What do you like, what do you not like about this matchup and and these guys' price tags?
0: Right, uh, well, you have to start with the Heat with uh, Jimmy Butler at 9,300. He's only $100 more than Jason Tatum, and I think he's just a safer play, especially with Oladipo out. You know, he's going to be the main focus on offense for them, him and Bam, so that's safe for me. And speaking of Bam at 8,400, I think as long as he's in the eight thousand it's safe to play. You know, he should be going against DeAndre Aiden. That's not going to be anything that should scare you away from that. Um, and then, like I said, with um, Oladipo out, that boosts up production for Talahiro. He's at 5,500. Um, his last game, he had 31 drafting points. Uh, his production has been ramping up lately, and I think it's only going to remain that way until Oladipo comes back. Uh, I don't like uh, Tyler Hero when he's priced in the 6,000s. Um, but, you know, 5,500, that's that's doable, especially with Oladipo out. And Kendrick Nunn is at 4,400. He finally got some minutes after getting a bunch of DMPs with the addition of Oladipo, and he was banged up a little bit. Um, so I think those four are the ones I'm looking at. Uh, I don't really trust Dragic yet. Early in the year, he was playing a lot better. But it seems like he's, you know, slowly trying to get back into his form, or they're just taking it easy on him. So non Hero, Bam, and Butler are all options for me. Do you okay. agree?
1: Um, I, I'm actually on the opposite end of the spectrum. Oh. As well. <laughs> like almost <laughs> completely. I do like none for 4-4, uh, but everybody else, I, I'm, I'm not, that's, he's probably the only one I'm going to touch on the team, uh, just looking at price tags and, and other people. I don't like going against the Suns if I can help it. I think Bam has the best matchup of everybody on this heat team but then i look at everybody else's price tags like uh Sabonis, george capella all right around him and i would just prefer those guys uh, over him so that's why i'm not going there though if i was going to go someone on the heat outside none would be him and butler i do think is safer uh if you just want to save 40 ish points <clears throat> i think he's he's the cash guy but i'm going to take my chances and and throw in that upside I think Tatum and, and Lillard and their matchup have a little bit higher upside uh, so that's where I would go in GPPs and probably even cash uh, just playing it a little bit riskier but uh, I think T- Butler like you mentioned is the safer choice of those guys um, outside of that I'm probably just going to leave the, the Suns alone I, I just don't like playing them
0: yeah well they are the fifth best defense uh, this year so that's you could do that but it's up to you. It's up to you. <laughs> yeah, they're they're
1: slow and they they're really good, grinded out defense. Um, but that's why probably that's where I would go with the pivots on this. But <clears throat> I think, like you mentioned, but uh, Butler is safe, uh, and and I, I like Nunn's 4400 if he's gonna go back to the starting lineup like he did in the last game. But he's also a wild card because. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he gets he gets sat out of nowhere or stars. You, you never know what's going on with <laughs> with him from game to game, even if it looks obvious.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. <laughs> um, we'll see what happens next year when Georgia, uh whether he comes back or not. So.
1: Right. Um, but how about on the Suns team? man? they're also going against a Miami Heat team. That's defense has been playing awesome lately. Uh, but who do you like on on this side of the ball?
0: Right. Well, you always can look at, you know, their all-star Devin Booker. Uh, He had 50 drafting points last game, uh, 27 points, 6 6 assists, 2 steals, a block, just all-around production. Like I said, this is against Miami, who's a pretty tough defense. Uh, Jimmy Butler will probably be on him a lot of this game. But I think it's still you still can put him. It's no reason to completely avoid him from your lineup. So you play around with lineups, see if you can get him in here, but you don't have to force it. And obviously, Chris Paul at 8,300, you know he's going to be safe, kind of like a Kimball Walker, uh, but he is uh, 1,700 more. So I wouldn't blame you for just going for Kimball instead of CP3 in this matchup, even though there's no one really to worry about. Uh, Drogic is not going to slow uh, Chris Paul down or anything, so... Uh, And then you have DeAndre Aiden at 6,800. A lot of people have been thinking he's a fantasy disappointment this year, but his last four games have been – he's hit value, um, and he's been very usable. If he keeps that production up, he should be fine. Uh, He will be going against Bam in this lineup, uh, and they just signed Deadman. I don't know if he's going to play or not, but, you know, I think Aiden should be fine at 6,800. He's not going to, you know, get you 50 drafting points or anything like that, but he should be serviceable. And then you have to look at Mikael Bridges uh, at 5,200. Uh, he's just a guy that's going to be out there. He can, he can do something. He can do nothing. <laughs> he's, he's pretty good. But, I mean, as far as fantasy and drafting points, sometimes it doesn't translate to how good he actually is. But, you know, he can easily get 20 actual NBA points in a game. But then that, sometimes that only translates to 30 DraftKings points. So we just need him to be more of an all-around player but at fifty two hundred I wouldn't rule him out of your lineup. uh who are you looking at on phoenix
1: um yeah, I don't the, the guards I don't mind, but I do just gonna jump at the other options around there um so I don't hate people I don't knock you as as Mike would say. I don't knock you for going there, but I do like the other guys around the price tags of Paul and Booker. Uh, just the the higher yeah. upside in, in the matchup. Uh, like Tatum, I mentioned, probably I'd rather just uh, go there. And, and Paul, I, we mentioned a lot of big guys around there. And if, so as guard, he would probably be, uh, no, there's also uh, Paul George, um, but not point guard. <clears throat> so I'm probably not going to have much exposure to them. Where I where I like to get on on this one in this particular matchup is Jay Crowder and, and Mike Al Bridges. Uh, Crowder with the, Returning to the heat narrative uh, the, their weakest point is power forward. And that's where he was the starter after that trade last year uh, played really well. I think he could take advantage of that. And I think he'll probably have a little extra something for this, for this matchup uh, going back yeah. to the team that he almost won the championship with. Um, so I like that at 4,500 and that's a price tag. That's not high whatsoever. Uh, and, Bridges, <laughs> I like what you said. He's very good, but it doesn't always translate. I don't think the upside is huge here, but uh, if you had someone to fill your lineup, if if you're at the end of the lineup and you have a 50 mid-50, 50, uh, mid-to-low 5Ks, and you need a forward, it's a pretty solid alternative there. And those are the two, two guys that I'm uh, mostly looking at, unless there's an injury or something happens to where, like, uh, Sarich is going to see 25 minutes and then, uh, then I like him, but outside of that, I'm with with the two forwards with you.
0: Yeah, and that's a great call on Crowder. It's just He's just scary for me to play, but the uh, fact that he's going against his whole team, that, that does make it a little easier.
1: I like it. And uh, now it's time, man. We'll run through these quick. We'll go say a name, say one sentence why, and then – we can move, but we'll do our tiers. How does that sound? Name and don't one. You,
0: don't you limit me to one sentence. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, go ahead.
1: <laughs> All right, say a name, and that's it. I won't even do that yeah, right, right. now. I'm just uh, <laughs> But um, how about your – I'm pretty sure you already said it, but uh, we'll throw who's your favorite expensive play of the night.
0: Yeah, over AK k would be definitely a bonus at 8,800. Yep, uh, just a great something. matchup. Just great matchup. That's the one sentence. All right, go yeah.
1: ahead. <laughs> <laughs> just a great matchup. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think – ooh, this one's tough for me. Um, no, I'm going to go
0: a... – Same <laughs> game. Come on, same game, right?
1: Nah, yeah, I, I like Paul George.
0: There um,
1: <laughs> well, there's a couple people around that price tag. Um, Paul George, cheaper than other guys, no Kawhi. There was a comma in there. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and uh, who's your favorite mid mid tier guy? If you want to do one in the at the higher end and one at the lower end, or whatever, if you want to, if you have two that are far a difference in prices, you can throw them out there.
0: Okay, uh, my mid The same guy. price, if you only
1: get one, and I'm, and <laughs> <I'm>.
0: <laughs> Well, my mid tier guy, if uh, Drummond plays the full complement of minutes, I would have to go him at sixty seven hundred. Uh, you know he's just a fantasy monster, possibly. Is that one? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what?
1: <laughs> Who you got? <laughs> I like that one. He's a monster, maybe? Question mark. I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> um, I'm going to throw one at the top. I like Kyle Lowry as a higher end. Uh, for all the me- reasons we mentioned, Atlanta, it, you can get them at the point guard, and there's still no Van Vliet. Uh, my bad, over a sentence. Um, and then <laughs> the lower end, there's a couple people, but I'll just throw in uh, basely at 5,500. Missing, Pokemon, Roby, will be blown out. Period. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was like 12 sentences, but okay. They're commas. <laughs> <laughs> it's full
1: sentences. It are two words, comma. A it's list, a list, a list, a small list yeah. in one sentence. All right. So, who's your favorite? <laughs> who's your favorite um, value play? And we'll do uh, anything under five now. I mean, six games. There's no Super Saiyan price tag. Like I, I like to say, uh, people over ten k, nine five is the highest. So, we'll, values uh, a little bit higher tonight. We'll we'll say five k for that.
0: This is the category where I have the most guys, but um I'll name two. I'll say Jalen McDaniels again, even though his last mm-hmm. game wasn't great. <laughs> he's still getting thirty minutes, so that's that's you know, that's great at 4,300. Mm-hmm. And I will say with Miles <laughs> Turner out, you could look at go go at thirty nine hundred. Who you got?
1: Go go Where where are you go going? <laughs> um Joker, Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, we gotta get we gotta get out of here. <laughs> um, yeah. So I think there's a lot of value tonight too. Um, uh, for the higher price guy, I'm gonna throw in. Oh, yeah, actually, you took my higher price guy. Um, I'll throw in Jay Crowder towards the 5K at four five for the reasons I mentioned earlier. And as a super low three five and below, uh, if Rondo plays, I, I see him playing 25 to Plus minutes at thirty four, like that.
0: Yeah, and I, you know, I love Terrence, man. Hey, 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 hey!
1: Right,
0: <laughs> Ran a good one. All right, now, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, all right. And before we head on out here, is there anything you want to say?
0: Uh, you know, it's the first show since you know DMX passed away tragically. So, I just want to say R.I.P. DMX. You know, that was my guy. So, <gasps> that's about it. Right, thirty X is up. <laughs> you got anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Um,
1: yeah, tell tell the people where they can find you on on Twitter.
0: Yes, William. It yeah, doesn't it. matter where. They <laughs> are. I wanted
1: to say that for a okay, while. Okay, I, I really wanted to God. give you a rock <laughs> there. <laughs> ah, <laughs> I was wait said something earlier, and I was about to say it doesn't matter, but yeah, I'm gonna wait till the end. Now you can actually tell where you.
0: Are. My you Twitter is you. at uh-huh. William. Is it? <laughs> I hate you so much. At William is Bill, and I'm going to block Santino tonight. So <laughs> <laughs> tell him yours.
1: You can follow me at Santino Cocon. Uh, you can follow Will at William is Bill. Uh, you can follow us at Hoopball Fantasy. I think there's there's about 15 of them. So just Hoopball <laughs> and then whatever pops up. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. And good luck. Oh, and we tonight, uh, send me what you got on this, this Lakers-Hornets bet. And we'll, we'll figure something out, but all right, man. But I like it. Um, and we will catch you guys again. Us two will catch you next Monday and we have, I believe it's Keith and Mike on tomorrow night. Thank you guys for listening as always. And oh, um, we will have another tournament, I believe on Friday. Um, uh, not, I'm not a hundred percent sure. I'm, very, I'm about ninety percent sure, not a hundred, but I believe that's going to happen. Again. <laughs> keep an eye out keep an eye out for. Wrap, that
0: wrap it up.
1: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Bye, guys. Thank you, guys. For See.